Well, good morning. Welcome to Catalyst. Glad you're here this morning. I'm very excited to introduce our guest speaker this morning. Um, her name's Susan Bendijo. And um, I met Susan several years ago, and I, it was actually through Mike Newsom. I think through Mike Newsom. Mike and Joni, back to shout out to Mike. Continue to pray for Mike. So it's good to see him, have them here. But um, I met Susan a couple years ago, several years ago, and she's come to Catalyst a couple of times, and um, I got to hear her, her story and her journey. So Susan works for Crew, formerly Campus Crusade, but for Crew on the high school campuses. And um, I heard her testimony and her story of how God even moved her to come to Long Beach. It's an amazing story. And then just her and others, Scott too from Crew, um, sh them sharing what God is doing on the local high school campuses. It is incredible how God is moving. Uh, I believe it's the stirring of God. Kristen prayed about revival. I believe it's the stirring of God in the next generation, in the youth, to author revival. And just incredible things. And I, I just felt the Lord's, like, it's right here in our backyard in Long Beach. And I thought, we, we need to have Susan come just to give testimony about what God is doing. And, and for, for us and the leadership, it's, and for maybe for you, it's too discerning. Is, this some way, is there some way the Lord wants us to partner or support? Because that's our philosophy. We want to be spirit-led. We don't want to initiate anything from ourselves, but we want to see what is God doing? How is he moving? And those are the things we want to, you know, pursue. And so um, I invited Susan out. So she's here today. She's going to share with us. So let's give a warm welcome to Susan Bendijo. Actually, Susanna. Susanna, yeah. Thank you. Thank you. Wow. Good morning, church. So good to be here. Yay, Sean, you came back. No, like, I just met him. But anyways, um, before I start, can I pray, please? Okay, Father, I just want to thank you so much. Because of you, we exist. Because of you, we are able to breathe. God, would you speak through your daughter that I have, may I hear your spirit. God, just bless our time and just bless those who are hearing that they would receive the goodness of your grace and the blessing of what you're doing. In Jesus' name, I pray, amen. Hello, everyone. I am just so grateful. Thank you, Pastor Barry, for inviting me. What a privilege to be here. I am not a preacher, but I am a storyteller, and I love to tell the stories of what God has been doing through the ministry of crew. I just wanted to share this wonderful verse in Psalms, and it is in King David. And, and this is what, he, it's just really short. My lips will glorify you. My lips will glorify you. To be a testimony, a witness to God's goodness is way amazing to be part of that. The noblest use of our tongue is to give praise to God. Amen? Amen? Yes. And I just want to, again, my name is Susana Bendijo. I am on staff with crew here in Long Beach. I have been uh, 
a privilege to be able to serve young students beyond measure. I'm just like, when I see them, I'm just like, there they are. I pay, it's just like, wow, they are just most, they're awesome. You guys are. I just want to say, young people, you guys are our future, our generation to come that is needing. We want to equip them as well, but also to give them hope. Um, how powerful is the love of Jesus Christ, right? I can really share, um, if I could only really share what God has done through this ministry, I would be, you would be in awe because I am in awe all the time. Here I am when I do, when I walk with my Heavenly Father on high school campus, and all of a sudden, I see students. All of a sudden, they're engaging with us in a conversation. Their hearts opening up. Their minds, all of a sudden, engaging with the conversation. And all of a sudden, they come to know Jesus in an instant. In an instant. And I'm like, God, did you just do that? Did I just witness what you just did? This one kid coming out of the school, all of a sudden a conversation happens, and all of a sudden we're having a spiritual conversation. And within seconds, they come to know the Lord in front of me. I'm like, wow. Before I tell you more of those stories, I want to share a little bit about my background. That would be fair, just to see uh, some context of who's talking and sharing with you guys today. Um, I, I grew up in the islands of the Philippines. I'm Polynesian, I have Hispanic in me, and I also have Filipino in me. I have a, a lot of mix, and I'm sure I might have Chinese. That's what some, pe my, some of my relatives, and I'm like, oh, that is so cool to be that diverse, and no one could guess what really what I am, but that's such a God thing. I'm the youngest of three, and I lost my mom at a very young age. I found out just a couple of years ago that my mom had to contemplate of either aborting me or losing her life. She chose to keep me alive. And so she died. I look back at that as I was like, wow, the love of my mom to allow me to live. So my mom's death is not in vain. Because I look back now, how God saved my life to be able to speak into a generation of new lives to come to know him for the kingdom of God. That's so powerful to me. And I was like, wow, God, you would do that to change my whole world to sacrifice someone I could have loved because I'd never really gotten to know her, to be able to see new people, young people come to know him. That, that is such a God kingdom mentality for me to just re realize that. I grew up in the Bay Area. Yes, I did. My father, I love my dad, but because of the death of my mom, he never had anyone counsel him, so he threw himself in gambling. He gambled like my grandparents, gambled a lot. But that is what I was just used to. That is Tahoe, N Nevada, Vegas. We would be waiting in the car, <laughs> waiting for them. But I just, I thought that was normal. 
you know, but that was my dad. I love him dearly. My dad also worked swing shift, so when he came home, when I came home from school, he took off. So I never really saw my dad. And that was, I always came home to an empty house. I told you I have siblings of three. Uh, my older brother and my sister, as soon as they hit high, when he graduated from high school, they took off. One got married, one moved away, I was left behind. I was in fifth grade, coming home to an empty house, all the way up to high school. So I learned to have silence be my friend. And it was okay. I didn't know, looking back, how God was with me. God used the silence of my life from fifth grade all the way to high school to learn to listen to him. Yes. I remember one night, my sister came home from college. She had heard the gospel for the first time. That same night, she came home and shared the gospel with me. I was only in fifth grade again. I was like, I am sinful. That I know. I knew I was a sinful person, even in fifth grade. And, I, and the way she explained it was so simple. You know, and I came to know Jesus at a young age. I put my faith in Jesus. Unfortunately, nobody followed me up. We didn't have crew. We didn't have any uh, churches. I mean, my sister took off back to college, and I was just left trying to figure out life on my own. Basically, yes. So because nobody followed me up, and I was not going to read the Bible, God had to do something else. I remember coming home in middle school, unlocking the door, entering into silence. And as I was walking, the Spirit of God whispered to my ear, go get my word. And I'm like, what? I'm like, I'm by myself here. Who's talking to me? It said, go read my word. And at that moment, I'm like, I looked to my left, there was a Bible. I looked at it, and he goes, open, open the book. And I was like, oh, no, 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 no. <laughs> I went straight back to my room, cleaned, as a good little girl would do, clean, the, clean my room. Yeah, you parents, you wish you had little girls like that all the time. Yes, that was me. There was no parents involved, so I had to do those things. I had to clean my own room. But the next day, I came home again. Opened the door. As I was walking, God whispered, go get and open my book. I looked, and I'm like, okay. I took three steps. We didn't have a big living room. I took the plant off the Bible blew the dust off the Bible, and I opened it up for the first time. And I was looking at it. I'm like, thou, thou, oh, no. <laughs> Closed it. Put it back. I'm like, that's it. Okay? That was my experience. Fast forward, I was finishing college. I went to UC Davis. Business and design was my major. I wanted to go into the fashion industry, but God had other plans. And I'm okay with that, looking back now. Yes. I realized that I didn't really have a relationship with my siblings. And I was like, wow, you know, finishing college, I don't even know my sister. She has kids. I've never met them. My brother, he has family. I don't even know who they are. But I remember one night, my sister brought a friend home years ago. 
and her friend made a comment, a statement, really. I want to maximize my time here on earth for the kingdom of God. And I said to myself, what am I doing? I'm collecting shoes. I'm like, what is that? You know, I'm like so materialistic. I'm like, wait a minute. That resonated in the back of my mind. I remember that so clearly. So when my sister took the off, took, gave me an offer, why don't you come, get to know me and my family, Chattanooga, Tennessee, y'all. That's where I was, yeah. I could have a southern accent if I want to, but <laughs> it never stuck. So I got to know my sister and her family, and she said, hey, there's a crew, there's a crew across the dentist's office. Why don't you go and check it out? I said, okay. Of course, my mouth was kind of numb that day. I come anyways, and I said, hi, I'm Susana. Can I help? And boy, they said, yes. And I volunteered for two years. Two years I volunteered. And that is where I saw young people's pain, the brokenness, the disconnect of who Jesus is and where they are. And I'm like, God was starting to reveal to me his calling on my life, basically. And I didn't even know that. I didn't know that that was what God was doing. But I remember, I said, God, if you want me to help these young people, I have to kind of know the Bible. <laughs> I didn't read the Bible. I was not mentored. So God used crew, the speakers, the conferences, the workshops. I was paying attention at that point because I had to step up my game. And I started being discipled for years, a couple of years. For throughout the two years, I was being discipled through the ministry. And all of a sudden, I'm like, oh, oh, that's who God is. And I was like, okay, God, <clears throat> if you are calling me into this, I'm going to need your help big time. Because I don't know any, a lot of this stuff. But I want to make myself available to you. I want to be here. I want to be and support these young people. And God just totally did that for me. I'm just so grateful. I've been on staff for over 20 years. Yes, God. He is so good. Little did I know that I would love, love, love my job. I mean, it doesn't even feel like a job to share the greatest news to beautiful young people every day on campus. That is what I get to do on a regular basis. I just wanted to kind of share two more things, how God called me to this location, the prompting of God, the Holy Spirit. Again, this is what God does when you are in sync with the Holy Spirit, when you're listening, and even when you're not like I wasn't, but God still got my attention, right? Um, what he did was when I came home from campus, I went upstairs in my fixer-upper, my house that I just, like, you know, started trying to figure out, as I was going up the stairs at the end of the hallway, the Spirit of God again whispered, will you sell this house? And I'm like, oh, is that you, God? And so I'm like, I paused, and then I went to go wash my hands. And then God again said, will you sell this house? And I said, 
of course, this isn't my house. This is your house. That was the first one. And then the second one was the dream that Pastor Barry was sharing with you guys that I had. And this dream was so dark. It was, I could barely see my hands in this dream. Sometimes, you know how some dreams feel so real that you're so in it. And I was trying to see, all of a sudden, a kid on a bike, so typical of Long Beach, swings right out in this dark dream, looks directly at me. He says, come help us. Come help us. And I'm like, whoo. And all of a sudden, he disappeared. And as I look back to my left side, voices started to emerge, young voices, caught in a vortex as if they can't get out. And all of a sudden, voices are yelling out, come help us, come help us. I woke up, I'm like, God, what's that about? Isn't that what I'm doing here in Chattanooga, working with young people already? What is that about? Next day, I get a vision. Long Beach. I'm like, Long Beach? Where is Long Beach? I don't know anyone in Long Beach. So I started trying to figure out where Long Beach was. Could be one in New York. I'm like, where is that? Little did I know our national team was praying to have crew ministry open up in the Long Beach area. They were praying for a whole year. And I was one of the three they wanted to be assigned to go out here. But they didn't want to tell me. They wanted Jesus to show me. And that's what God was doing. And that, again, was an incredible time that God was like, listen, I'm going to use you in a way that you won't even know that it's you. And that's good because it's not about you. It's about me hearing the voices of young people and their friends saying, we need help, and that's why I'm sending you. Walking in faith in God has been an incredible adventure. The landscape right now is what we need, much more now than this for this generation, walking in darkness. We need more of God. We really do. It seems like someone said earlier that it seems to be the landscape's getting darker and darker. And God is challenging us. I have said these things that you, you, that in me, you may have peace. In the world, you will have turbulation. But take heart. I have overcome the world. This is what this generation needs right now, is to hear peace. They need to hear hope. They need to hear Jesus. They need to know Jesus more than ever. There is wisdom, no insight, no plan that can succeed against the Lord. His plan is to share who he is to this generation, big time. And here are some of the stories I want to share with you. Holy Spirit moves in a miraculous way all the time. Me and Scott, we're just like going, going, going. We're just like, we need to pause sometimes in life. Because God is doing incredible things around us, and we can't even see because he's just doing it. And we're sometimes missing out on what he's doing. But this is, this is what happened. This was at Poly High School. Let me get water. I just came from a camp. I just came from a camp. 
You're yelling a lot. There's about 300 kids. Mm. Well, 300 people. That I'm like, oh, 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 oh. okay. But anyways, at Poly High School, picture this. This was during COVID. We were not allowed to go inside campus. God says, that doesn't stop him. Kids are still around the campus. There's a skate park. Yes, there is. And so that's where we went, me and my team. And it was me, Spiro, and one more person. We were trying to gather students. Okay, there is a cement wall. 12 guys sitting on this cement wall. They were all rolling up blunts, getting high. And I come up to them. I said, hey, guys. And they're kind of looking at me. But I know they're coherent at times. And I'm like, <laughs> I said, hey, when you're done rolling that up, come to our meeting. And I said, are you guys going to come? And they're like, yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm like, no, serious, are you going to come? They're like, yeah, yeah. They were like trying to, you know. And I'm like, okay. Our meeting started. They all stood up. They all came. Okay? That is the beauty of who God is. And here's what the cool story in this. I said to this one kid named Kyle, I said, Kyle, what are you numbing yourself from? What are you numbing yourself from? He looked at me with his tears kind of starting to roll down his cheeks. He said, I just lost my mom. My family just lost my mom. And we just also lost my grandmother. And I'm like, oh, 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 Kyle, I'm so sorry. I'm so sorry. He goes, my dad is at lost. We don't know what to do. My siblings, we feel so sad. And I was just like, oh, Kyle. I just kind of like looked at him in the eye and I said, I'm so sorry. And then his friend, Sayir, comes, said, what's going on? What's going on? And, I mean, this is like craziness around us at this moment. Sayer, his friend, goes, are you okay, Kyle? And he kind of caught on. He goes, wait, wait. He goes, can I show you something to me? He pulled out his phone, and he said, I lost my aunt, too. And I said, was she on the news? She goes, yeah, it was just on the news. She was shot. And I said, I'm so sorry, Sayer. I'm so sorry. And he started like, yeah, we all miss her, the funeral. He was just sharing this. These boys, I don't know them, but they're just opening up their hearts. And then all of a sudden, their friend Wayne comes, and he goes, hey, man. He was like, whoa, what's going on? What's going on? He puts his hand on both of their shoulders. And at that moment, he heard me saying to these two, you can't walk this alone. You need someone who could comfort and give you strength and peace, and that is Jesus Christ. Wayne goes, I want that. I have some crazy things happening in my life. And I'm like, you guys, you need the love and the grace of Jesus Christ. Do you want him? And they're like, yeah, they do. And all of a sudden, as God created an invisible bubble and us in that bubble, there was people around, like, giggling and laughing. But these three guys were locked in. 
And we were like, me, Kyle, Sayer, and Wayne. At this point, we're looking down. They are in tears. We are all crying at this point. And now they're surrendering their hearts to Jesus, confessing their sins. And all of a sudden, I'm like, amen. And they're like, amen. And they're kind of like looking down. And I'm like, Lord God, bless these boys. They need you more than ever. This is the generation. If we're not looking, they're wondering if, do you see me? Because I need help. I need help. And at that moment, we kind of like this band because there were so many other students around me and two, two other girls come walking this direction and they come up to me and say, hey, can I have some water? I'm like, yes, of course. I run and get them water, a simple bottle of water. And all of a sudden, I said, have some pizza. You know, I forgot we have pizza because we're so busy with those other things. Kids sometimes, pizza's good, but they want more. But it, it's like part of what God uses. So those two, two girls, they come walking toward. They sat over there with their pizza. I turn around. I'm like, here we go, God. Here we go. So I grab solarium cards. Solarium cards is a tool that we use. It has pictures. And on these pictures are just random pictures, someone who's homeless, a bird, there is a, a door, whatever. There's like random pictures that students could actually look and talk about. Very, It's not intrusive in any way, but it opens up conversation. So I ran and got the solarium cards, put it on the table, and I asked the girls, you know. And it's funny, you think that high school students don't want to talk? They want to talk. They do. And the first question I ask, what picture best describes your life right now? And one of the girls picked a picture with a giant door, and she's trying to get out, and she can't get out. The other girl picks a picture with a weight scale, and she's sitting in front of it contemplating. I found out that these two girls are dealing with eating disorder. One girl told me, she goes, I've been throwing up for five years. And the other one said, I try to starve myself as much as I can to look like the people that this world wants me to look like. And that made me so sad. I kind of noticed when I handed them the water bottle that their hair was thinning. And I didn't know what that meant until they started telling me. And I was just so sad about to hear that. And as we started talking, I said, you have parents. You have parents, but not together. How do you get away for not eating for five years? She said, I turn on the shower, and that's when they don't hear me. The other one said, I turn on my music really loud, so my dad won't hear me. So they've been doing this for so long. And our conversation went so deep, so fast, that they're like, no one is talking to us about these things. We need help. And I was just reminding them, your bodies, young ladies, are not ornaments for the world to, to see and look at. 
Your body is an instrument of the Lord to be used for his glory, to be crafted. You are gifted, talented, and skilled. It's not about appearance, but the functionality of what your body could do. And they're like, no one tells us these things. We are cheerleaders, and we're always trying to figure out how to look better. And I'm like, no, that is a false deception from the world. And they said, wow. They go, we don't know what to do. I said, well, you can't do this by yourself. You're going to need Jesus. And they said, how? And I said, let's start by asking in faith. And that moment, they both put their hands together at that table, bowed their heads, and prayed to receive Christ with me. So you have these four with Kyle and Sayer. Within 20 minutes after that was these two girls. I share this story because they are crying loud, but no one hears them. And God is saying, are you listening to his spirit? Is there around you, walking by you? Are you looking? And I want to share another one, another story. We talked about the explosive week. At, we, had, um, we got to do evangelism week. Now, not all the schools are opened, but Wilson High School was, and Lakewood was open. So one of the things that we did in that five days, we have lunchtime, which is only 30 minutes. We have after school, which is only an hour and a half. But God could multiply that amazingly. The gospel still went out. We got to share with 1,588 students. Over 300 indicated on their common cards that they prayed to receive Christ. Praise be to God. Don't tell me that these kids are not hungry. On their common cards, they said, why aren't we talking more about this? I need prayer. My family is suffering. My family is struggling. I lost loved ones during COVID. Those were some of the comments that we had. And I'm like, wow. Now at Lakewood, this is, what, this is a God moment. I'm a storyteller, so I love to tell what God's doing. So at Lakewood, the bell was ready to ring. And we got a, a, a table. We split up as a team. But me and my uh, a volunteer named Yari, we went out. We set a table. Solarium cards, the tool that I told you about. We put it out there. And then one girl came out early for some reason. She goes, I know you guys. I know what this is about. And I said, you do? She goes, yeah, I've done this before. And I said, could you bring a friend? She goes, oh, okay. And so the bell rang. She's like running to friends. Hey, could you come over here? Could you do solarium with us? She's like running, running, running. They all said, no, I could hear them. I got to go to work. I got to go home, man. Like, you know, I could hear their comments, right? And all of a sudden, she goes, she comes running back to me. She goes, oh, no one wants to come. I'm like, keep trying. Go ahead. So she goes, okay, okay. She runs back out there. Seven of her friends said, yeah, we have time. Seven. So they come, gather around, start heading to the table. One of the girls said, oh, she giggled. She goes, is this where I tell my, my, my fears and my pain? And I said, maybe. And, and then she goes, oh, oh, okay, this is going to be good. 
And then all of a sudden, I said, I just wanted to hear your stories. Introduce yourself. Tell me what grade you are. They all went around. They're all sophomores. They've all been friends since middle school. And now they're friends here at Lakewood High School. And one kid goes, I feel very alone. And his friend goes, you're not alone. You're with us. He goes, no, I'm alone. And she's asking me, I feel alone. And she goes, you're not alone. So they're trying to tell him he's not alone. But in his heart, he goes, I really feel alone. This one says to my left, I feel like I'm misunderstood. My family is not really talking. This one here says, I'm dealing with a lot of stuff from home. And I feel like no one cares. So at that moment, uh, their conversation, I'm just listening. Their conversation went deep. And one girl, she picks up the card. And this card is a card that has a hand and a bird that sits on the hand. And she said, this bird is beautiful. It looks like how I should feel, safe loved, cared for. And then she slams, she goes, F this. This is not what I'm dealing with at home. There's a lot of pain. And I was like, okay, thank you for sharing that. She's just like, oh. and they said, wow. So they're like pouring out their hearts now. As soon as they were all done sharing about eviction, death, abandonment, molestation. I mean, I just met these students. And all of a sudden, I said, you guys, I'm so sorry what, God, what you guys have been dealing with. My heart goes out to you. My name is Susana. I work with Crew. It's a Christian club. They went, oh, Christian club, and I was cussing. I mean, you know, they're like, you know, <laughs> unfiltered. And, I, and I'm like, no, I would rather have you be more real and who you are because God's going to meet you where you are, not according to who's hearing you. And they felt instantly, they go, oh, okay. And as we talked further, and I got to share a little bit more who Jesus is. I got to share the plan of salvation, the hope, the comfort, the hope that only he could give, not through any of their addictions that could be provided temporarily. I said, do you guys want that? Do you want the Savior of the universe who created you to walk life with you? Would you give him a chance? And the girl right here said, she goes, I will. And she leaned out. She reached out her hand to her friends. All of a sudden, they all gra grabbed hands, and they all bowed their heads. They said, we're ready. They all seven prayed to receive Christ with me. That gives me goosebumps because that's God. And I'm like, wow. The God of the universe comes into their world to go into their pain their thoughts, knows everything about them, and says, I'm here. I've been here. Are you listening? I'm here. I see you, and I love you, and I care about everything you think about, every tear that drops from that pillow I know about. And at that moment, I'm like, Lord, thank you so much. The girl who slammed that car down with the bird, she stayed back. After everybody left, she and I said, hey, thank you for sharing. And she said, can I help you? Can I help you take the table down? Can I do anything for you? And I'm like, I gave her the biggest hug, and she just teared up. And I said, hey, I just want you to know God sees you in your pain. He's the one who's going to give you comfort. 
do you mind coming for Friday? We have another event. Please bring your friends if you want to. She goes, I will. Friday, back at Lakewood, she goes, hey, look, in the auditorium. She goes, these are all my friends. They took up the whole row. She goes, we're here. And I'm like, thank you. Thank you for bringing. They go, yeah, we're here. They remembered. And I go, thanks, you guys, for coming. They said, no, no, no worries. We're here. We're here. We're going to want to hear whatever you guys have to say. And I'm like, that's God. That is God, right? Only God could do and bring and draw them to himself. And I was just like, wow, God. And let me bring it back at Wilson High School. Scott and I, we work at Wilson High School. That's where I'm assigned. But we get to go to so many different high schools. Um, that day, we had 30 minutes. I asked for the big gym. And I asked them to pull half of the bleachers on this side. And God filled those bleachers big time. Kids couldn't even come in and sit anywhere else but stand against the wall. We had 50 to 60 kids outside, couldn't get in because I only had one side of the bleachers opened up. We had about 78 kids stand up and say, I want Jesus. And I'm like, whoa, wow, God. But one of the beautiful things about God, when we give him praise, he also, also gives us a gentle rebuke. And this is what God whispered in my ear. Why did, you, why did you hold back not opening the other side? And I went, oh, I had nothing to say. I said, God, he goes, don't hold back. You ask, and I will fill it. You go, and I will tell you when and where. Do not calculate or measure with your own. Don't walk by faith, but walk, walk by faith and not by sight. And I'm like, oh, I'm so sorry, God. And this brings me to a point where God gives us opportunities every day. And one of the things I wanted to tell you how important to listening to God is. And I want to share this in a gentle, as a sister in Christ, to say, listen to our Heavenly Father. There was a staff conference that I went to, and there was a prayer tent. There was about 6,000 staff, crew staff at this event. They had a prayer tent. And the person that was at the entryway, his name was Peter, Peter was at the door, and he said, what prayers can I have for you? And I said, well, I'm not sure, but I know I love being prayed for. And he goes, well, why don't you do this? Close your eyes and just open up your hands and just see what God is going to tell you how to pray. And I said, okay, Peter, I'll do that. Open up my hands, close my eyes. He goes, what do you see? All of a sudden, fish, tons of fish, all the way to the sky. And he said, what do you see? I see lots of fishes in the hands, in my hands. He goes, whoa, I don't know what to do with that. <laughs> and I said to myself, I do. God is saying we are all fishers of men, all of us. 
We are all fishers of men. God is saying, throw the net on the other side. Throw the net on the other side. In John 21, 6, he said to them, cast the net on the right side of the boat, and you will find some. So they cast it, and now they were not able to haul it all in because of the quantity of fish. The net began to break. You guys know this story. Some of you guys know that sometimes we're trying to throw the net ourselves in a little throw or on the other side or trying to do it on both sides. But God is saying throw the net on the right side according to his will. The fishes were already there. But he was waiting for his disciples to be scooped up. And that is what high school students, they're ready. They're waiting to be scooped up. They're waiting to see, are you there? Are you listening? Because I know at night I cried my eyes out at night wondering if there is a God. And as believers, are we listening to God? The question to us is, are we ready? Are we ready? Because they are waiting and yelling, come help us. Come help us. So that is my what I wanted to share with you guys today. And I wanted to pray for you guys as well, if that's okay. Pray a blessing. Just remember, evangelism and doubt cannot survive together. It has to be full faith of who God is. He is the God of the universe. He calls them by name. He asks us to go. And so here's my prayer for all of you. Dear Jesus, I pray blessings for all these wonderful, beautiful people here. Thank you so much for their heart just to even listen. I pray blessings to give them courage, continual faith. For there is, there's history here. There's a lot of people here who've been praying for years. And there are some that's been watching on the sideline, wanting to know, when do I go? But God, you're saying, go now. The time is near. They're waiting. The harvest is ready. Go. So I pray blessings for boldness, confidence. And God, just bless them, watch over them, and keep them. Whisper in their ears, go cast your net. In Jesus' name I pray, amen. Okay. Um, I have the worship team come on up. Um, man, thank you so much, Susanna. It's awesome to hear testimony of how God and how the Spirit is moving and alive and well in the power of Jesus to save and change and transform lives. Um, you know, the as Susanna was closing, um, I just, the Lord brought to mind I, Isaiah chapter 6, and where Isaiah um, 
he sees the Lord, and he recognizes he is a man of sinful lips. And so the Lord takes the coal, the angel with the coal, and, and touches him. It's not his doing. The Lord cleanses him and cleanses his lips. And then it's the Lord calls out. He says, um, who will go? And because Isaiah had been touched by the Lord, he says, here I am, Lord. Send me. And I just felt like the Spirit is speaking to some of you and stirring. And you might not even know what it is he's calling you to, but it's, it's, to, it's, it's an assignment or something that the Lord's calling you to, but really what the Lord wants is a willing heart. And so while the worship team plays, if you feel like, and maybe you know what it is, but if you feel like, yeah, I sense the Lord stirring in me, and I just want to tell the Lord, whatever it is, Lord, here I am. And, and it's just like, between you and the Lord, commitment to the Lord, to say, Lord, I want to respond. I hear your voice. I feel, sense your spirit. And I just want to respond. Um, for some, it might, it might be something specific. And also, we, we are going to, um, over the next several weeks, I, want, I feel like we want to take a love offering for Susanna and to support her. Maybe some of you feel called to support her, be a regular supporter of hers. Um, but um, this week, we'll set it up on our website. So if you want to give towards her, you just put Susanna. And uh, you could do that. If you want to check, you could do Susanna, and, and then we'll make sure it all gets to her. Um, but for others, there might be something else. So during the worship time, if you sense that, and you want to just take that step of faith, maybe you've never received Christ, and you want to take that step of faith to say, I want to receive Christ, just come forward during the worship, just an act of faith. And it's just you offering to the Lord, Lord, here I am, whatever you want. Thank you so much for joining us for our online service. Hope you will join us in person sometime. It would be great to see you and meet you. Don't forget to subscribe to our Catalyst YouTube channel so you don't miss out on anything. And be blessed this week. And as always, thank you, Jesus.